You are now listening to a Corporate Streets presentation. Welcome to the Powercast. The Powercast. The Powercast. Welcome to the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the podcast discussing the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. And today you have player TJ. And this is 21. Jaren. 21, 21, 21, 21. (laughs) And this week we are talking about the 21st law. Play a sucker to catch a sucker. Seem dumber than your mark. And Jaren, translation, I need that. What you got? All right, so for this... Um, monumental uh, law. 21. 21. 21. Yeah. I got to come with some heat. And this week's uh, translation comes from um, the movie The Usual Suspects. Great movie, in case you had never seen it. And the um, quote is, or excuse me, the translation and slash quote is the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Oh, all right. It's pretty dope. And a few words from the OG Robert Greene. No one likes feeling stupider than the next person. The trick is to make your victims feel smart. And not just smart, but smarter than you are. Once convinced of this, they will never suspect that you have ulterior motives. Now, OG RG said victims. I want to make sure that we don't forget about the opponents because remember in Law 19, we talked about that preliminary typology and knowing who you're dealing with. And the victims were, in my opinion, they were the low-hanging fruit. Uh, I want to make sure that the opponents, though, these are the people that are as good as you or better and they can actually compete with you. So you definitely want to make these people feel comfortable so they never suspect your ulterior motive. Yeah, but you can't just look past the victims in all cases because right now with this 21-21-21 law, (laughs) I mean, that's what this law is about is playing dumb. So you have to show them respect. They might be reversing it, using it on you, right? Right. So you have to show them respect. And uh, the way I do that is by dumbing myself down a bit. So I might um, talk in a way where I seem a bit seem to be a bit more down to earth seem a little bit more relatable uh, I don't want to over talk the victim because again they might be playing me in this case so I think the victim deserves just as much respect as the uh, opponent alright point well taken well he said victim so he already kept them in there I just wanted to make sure we added the Opponents in there. Don't forget about those guys. And I know this sounds like it has this negative vibe to it, right? This negative connotation. But in the end, we're, we all want to annihilate the competition. So in order to do this, you know, you act unprepared, act untrained, or just flat out not ready. And these acts are a deceptive move to put you in a position so you can annihilate the competition. And that's where we get the ulterior motive from. So when it's in our perspective for me, it's not as negative. I mean, it's just a, a strategy, which is another part of the game. And the OG says that the feeling that someone is more intelligent than us 
it's almost intolerable and i've fallen into that before and we find ourselves trying to justify why people are smarter than us think about it haven't you or don't you know someone that has tried to play down somebody else's intelligence when they found out what their credentials were like oh she thinks she's smart because she's a manager oh yeah yeah he think he knows it all because he's got a master's degree even if you had an experience with them and they knew something more than you or were better than you like in school or in a meeting oh man she thinks she's hot stuff because she knows all the answers there's always some type of justification yeah he's book smart but he ain't street smart i'm street smart you ever seen that before have you ever fallen victim to being one of those types of people jaren um well i'm no i'm not a hater so i mean that sounds like hating to me <laughs> like i remember when i got into the gifted program back in like the third grade and i remember this kid uh john was like why did he get in like and i didn't miss john was getting good grades and i was getting good <laughs> grades but what john didn't know this was like an intellect thing like this is intelligence this is this is iq based so um my iq must have been off the charts back then and john's wasn't oh oh okay <laughs> and you know what so no i ain't no now, hater of that i don't do that no man. no no see that's exactly okay so you put yourself on a little pedestal there huh that's exactly what the og started <clears throat> talking about next he said given how important the idea of intelligence is to most people's vanity it's critical to never inadvertently insult another person's brain power because that's an unforgivable sin and just by the way you spoke of yourself how highly you spoke on your intelligence that must be important to you that was an important moment in your life even though it was years and years and years ago but that was an important moment you took intelligence and you feel like it places you somewhere and that's how everybody feels everybody feels like they have a certain level of intelligence so just make sure you don't inadvertently insult somebody else's intelligence think about it when you talk to people like they're too stupid to understand how does how do you think that makes them feel or if anybody has talked to you like you were too stupid to understand how did that make you feel you probably resented them for that moment and they ain't even know that they pressed the wrong button you you was mad at them you, and they ain't even know see i feel like i'm a good judge in uh, in in character and when doing that like today i actually had um a, a customer call me to uh, ask some questions about like a 1099 they got and okay. tax time yeah it's tax time and the guy was like 93 21 93 <laughs> the, the guy was 93 and he was like I got this bill and I'm like oh well it's actually a 1099 and and I had to talk in a way that I slowed things down I made sure to be very articulate and make sure I'm enunciating everything and trying to speak clearly so I didn't have to repeat myself because that's what I was finding <laughs> myself doing. Um, you know, I just after talking to him for a bit and I could just see he just seemed very confused. So <laughs> can you understand the words that's coming out of my so, mouth? Yeah, I, 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 that's what you was I made with? sure I made sure I spoke <laughs> up. I wasn't yelling, but I definitely made sure I had to speak in a way that he could relate. So I don't think I think it's okay to dumb yourself down in certain situations, but you just have to make sure you're a good evaluator of character in another situation. You can't just approach 
everybody like that because then you're entering like arrogance and thinking that everybody's beneath you and that's certainly not you know what i'm suggesting that people okay do. okay listeners apparently jaron is a jack of all trades he has the intellect and he knows how to gauge people very very well but for those people out there who don't know how to gauge people very well if you've ever been caught up in the moment of uh talking down to someone or you might not even know that you're doing it you have to be careful so one thing that i try to avoid saying is did you understand what I just said? You might not have mean. You <laughs> I, did, might not I, did, have mean I definitely didn't way. do that on that call. <laughs> did. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you understand? You understand what I just said, right? <laughs> you might not mean it that way, but it's like saying, "I'm so smart. I talked over your head." So you know, did you get what I just said? What did you just say? No, I'm saying or no, I mean, is that okay? <laughs> or no man no man what i generally try to do is i put it back on me rather than putting it on them and i say something like i hope what i just said was clear because you know i can make you can make up an excuse i hope what i just said was clear because sometimes i start talking fast and i might not you know be very clear or, i hope i, explain I hope what that i said right. was clear because whatever and just make it about you versus making it about them not understanding how smart you are so what about because i think i said this to somebody today i said does that make sense is that See, i don't know that's borderline that's bro. Just kind of in the middle right that's borderline like you could say something like did i express my thoughts clearly then it's about you uh, right. expressing yourself it's about your lack of communication if they don't but even saying um, does that make sense that could that that leaves it open to perhaps i didn't explain it in a way in a way that that was clear it does leave it open. Or it However, also, can also be, leaves it yeah. open. Yeah. So you just don't want that door that to way. be. You don't want a revolving door where they can actually take it as. What you mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I'm not stupid. So anyway, saying did I express my thoughts clearly? It gets the same message across, mm-hmm. but you're not blaming them for being too stupid to understand your your genius thoughts. Right. So the OG says subliminally assure people that they are more intelligent than you and you can run circles around them or you can run rings around them giving other people the feeling that they are more intelligent will disarm their suspicion muscles so (laughs) so what i noticed about um the common theme in this uh particular law is that he always talked about this on in the terms of um of intelligence Uh uh-huh um I just want to also say this can also be spoken in the words of uh, in the terms of uh, skill level. Okay. You don't want to look down on someone's skill level as well. That's how True. like a lot of like the uh, street hustles kind of happen. So like uh, take the movie White Man Can't Jump. Billy Hoyt, you know, he came to the he he was where that what's the beach called? Is it? There was in Venice Beach. Venice Beach, yeah. They were in Venice Beach hooping. And he comes up looking kind of, you know, droopy and just looks like he wasn't, you know, really a baller. Well, well, first of all, he was a white guy. He's a white guy. With, <laughs> right, right. In Venice Beach where all the, you know, in that time, the hoopers, they weren't white guys. Right. Apparently, that's the stereotype that they were trying to bring in the movie. But go ahead. Right. And he came and acted like he didn't have a clue how to play basketball. But, <laughs> you know, but he had like this impeccable jumper. 
he, he was he was actually pretty nice so you know but all the black guys there they was looking at him like oh i got the white boy you know whatever and so i just wanted to remind the people that it's not just intelligence that this law can apply to it can also put, uh, apply to sophistication and skill level you know what and that's a good point because what i was thinking about is when you don't respect uh the level of intelligence or abilities of other people you don't seem to take them serious now get ready for this because we do this we say sports is synonymous with life sports reference all right so think about when you see an opponent right and they're weaker or less skilled and we just talked about skills you tend not to practice as hard you might not take them as serious you might not play the game as serious as you normally would and i got a quick story so my homeboy youngin a uh, good friend good friend of mine best friend of mine uh we were playing nba live or 2k one of those games on xbox and i had been playing the game pretty often and he hadn't i was showing him how to play the game so i kind of took it easy on him and so i was trying to keep the game close because i didn't want to blow him out like he he didn't play the game often yeah was he'll quit was he'll quit if you were blowing him out and he'll be like man i quit you know you want to well you know i don't think he would have quit i don't he's a he's a resilient guy he would have kept playing that's how my cousins but it just wouldn't have been fun (laughs) my cousins are like that they'll quit if you uh (laughs) it just wouldn't have been fun like i was trying to take it easy on i didn't want to blow him out and i very vividly remember he had kobe bryant in the lakers and i forgot what team i had it doesn't matter all i know is he started blowing me out (laughs) to the point where i couldn't catch up like he beat me by like 20 points and so since i thought he was an easy beat i didn't respect his skill maybe he had been playing i mean live that wasn't the first live that ever's come out or if it was 2k it wasn't the first 2k that's ever come out so he might have been playing other versions of the game i just had the latest one and i was playing that one i was taking it easy on him and so he beat the sleeves off of me man i never told him that story so he's going to be surprised when he hears that but oh and i very vividly remember kobe bryant because i think kobe bryant had like 56 points or something like he only used kobe bryant and i couldn't stop it and that just goes to OGRG's point man the easier that people think it is to prey on you the more easily you can turn the tables on them and young and definitely did that to me so if you're out there and you're the low man on the totem pole or the low woman on the totem pole you're trying to get yourself up the ladder quickly this is whether it's corporate or a street play down your knowledge and abilities and people are going to sleep on you and they won't expect the level of ambition that you have and they won't have the time to recognize it so by the time you strike it's going to be too late for them to recover and then OGRG also goes into uh, sophistication. He says that this also works for taste and sophistication. So you have to make people feel like they are more tasteful, have better style, and more sophistication than you do. So when he mentioned that sophistication um, line in the, in, in the book, that made me immediately think of a couple of situations. So the first one I thought about was coming to America. Okay. So in Coming to America, Prince Akeem and Semi, you know, he stayed with that Semi. Uh, Semi, they they, <laughs> they had to um, dumb down their sophistication 21. because they arrived to Queens, New York. They had gold chains on and fur and they had their princely robes on and uh, they turned around. What did they do? They went to check out the apartment and they came back out. And all that luggage and stuff was like stolen. And they had like Louis luggage too. Right. 
and all the people <laughs> all the people on the block was running around with their stuff and uh, I came was like let them keep our princely robes and so they got rid of their princely robes and 21, um, 21, Prince 21. Akeem got his prince, his princess lock cut his his ponytail yep and so they could look like commoners yeah and that was a ducktail by the way that's what we call ducktail, it ducktail yeah <laughs> well what's that cause I mean it was a long tail but so yeah, it was a ducktail so he got rid of that so they can kind of blend in so they were dumbing down their sophistication and then ultimately um, they were there to find a girl so he found uh, Lisa McDowell he started working at McDowell's the restaurant he started off mopping floors but next week he mailed up to the fries yep. and um, <laughs> and he eventually got the girl by being by seeming like a humble common goat herder right yeah rather than a prince rather than a prince and so he definitely dumbed down his sophistication to um, again I mean we always talk about sports but the common theme lately has been also relationship stuff and so um, he got the girl and that's what this is all about as well. And so, um, <laughs> and the other situation that made me think, that I thought about, um, Charlemagne, the guy, he has a friend named uh, Wax. It goes by the name of Wax. Wax uh-huh. is, um, he often appears on The Brilliant Idiots, and he's always kind of seeming kind of dumb, for lack of better words. Like he thought the world was flat. Yeah. He's the, he, well, he's the, there's a lot of people who thought that. I mean, well, he he really believed that though, because I mean, there's other people who believe that too. What's that one rapper? Uh, oh, what the hell is his name? Call I think it's B O B, right? Yeah, B O B. There you go. But but okay, but he had his reasons. Tax thought it was flat because oh, wax, wax, uh, or wax. Excuse me. Be safe. Be safe though. Uh, wax thought it was flat because of maps. <laughs> he said he's never seen a globe before. <laughs> that has to be a lie, but go ahead. Well, exactly, right? And so, but it turns out, so here's the funny, the, here's an interesting fact about um, Wax. He is actually, he owns a chicken farm. And okay. he, he, he he raises and breeds, uh, I think, egg-laying chickens. I don't, I don't know which, which kind, but he owns a chicken farm. Okay. And like he has a whole business that people wouldn't think he would have. But he definitely dumbs himself down in a lot of situations. Um, it's hard to hate on somebody that you think is dumb. I right. mean, you're not going to go out of your way <laughs> to hate on somebody that you think is dumb. I mean, rich people do this all the time. They play themselves down because if you make yourself out there like you have all the money, People will come after you. So you got to make yeah. it seem like you have less money than what you have. And when you, quote unquote, dumb yourself down or you make it appear that other people have more style, taste, sophistication or more intelligence than you, you'll be kept around because you make people feel good about themselves. And just think about it. It feels good to be the smartest person in the room, right? Or to be doing better than the other guy. Then, Right? So right. you're not the only one that likes to feel that way so play yourself down a bit dim your light just a bit and you have some room to maneuver but the problem is when you act as the smartest the coolest the cutest the most sophisticated the richest you'll be the one looked to all the time 
whether it's to pay for everything, whether it's to to make everything happen, whether it's to figure everything out, you have the target on your back also. You'll be the guy or the girl that people are going to try to prove wrong. Yeah, because because, uh, Mr. McDowell, he thought he was hot, right? Until the King of Zamunda popped up on his doorstep (laughs) with flowers being thrown at at his feet. Exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? When when you're the top person in the room, the top person in the area, you're going to be expected to do more, to produce more. You'll be looked at to, in essence, be the person that has the, the brunt of the work all the time. And you don't want to be that person. It's, it, and, and just think about it, though. When you're expected to do more and to, to have more, you're not going to get recognized for that. Or if you're the rich guy in the room or you're the person with the most money in the room, you're going to be expected to pay for everything. But nobody's going to recognize you for paying for everything. They're going to talk about how you're the rich guy and you should be paying for everybody all the time. They're not going to appreciate what you do do. They're not going to talk about the money that you give away. You know what I'm saying? They're just going to talk about how, man, he's got all his money. He should be doing this. And it's like, well, I just gave away $6 million two months ago. Oh, well, well, he should be. And... You don't want to be that person. So let somebody else have the credit for being the smartest, the coolest, the most stylish, the most sophisticated. Play yourself down a bit. Be, be modest. 21. <laughs> and it's time for the OG's reversal. And so the OG says something to the effect of it really pays to reveal the true nature of your intelligence. So you want to get into the habit of downplaying it all the time. If people learn the truth about your intelligence, they will admire you for your discreetness rather than you being boastful. That doesn't sound like much of a reversal, but this is where the reversal, the reversal comes in. So in the beginning of your journey to the top, you can appear to be a complete idiot because you won't get the look for the opportunity for anything useful right you won't people won't be looking to you for anything right you do though have to initially prove that you deserve to be where you're trying to go so if we're talking about in a corporate sense or even in the street sense whatever sense we're talking about you have to prove that you're worthy of the opportunity first right 21. <laughs> Once you get that opportunity, you need to dim your light a bit because it's going to make the person above you feel good. And that goes back to law one, never outshining a master. And I think that the OG is just making the point that you don't want to walk in a room with a level of intelligence that appears like you're ready to take over the place because people are going to fear you. People are going to not like you. So you need to dampen that light a bit. You still shine bright enough to separate yourself from everybody else, but you need to dampen it when needed. Don't come in full peacock. Come in with your feathers down and then lift them up when it's time. And the time is right. Now, the OG says that the one time that it pays to do the opposite of this law is when you can cover up a deception with the show of intelligence okay so he says in the matters of intelligence appearance is what counts if you appear confident and authoritative with your knowledge people tend to believe what you say and i've experienced this before so i'm gonna give a quick story when i was in the marine corps we often had tough problems and 
this was an attempt to build our critical thinking skills in a wartime situation because, I mean, when you're in the military, you're practicing to go to war, right? So truly none of us really knew what to do, and we were kind of scared to speak up and pick a certain path because nobody wanted to be the wrong guy. Or the other situation is uh, nobody wanted to, to try to be the know-it-all either. So in both situations, whoever was the most confident or the most authoritative is who the group followed. Because, I mean, we believed in that person since that person believed in themselves. But on the inside, that person probably really wasn't sure. But that authoritative nature and that confidence deceived us and made us follow him. I mean, we believed in that person because it appeared that they believed in themselves. So, so that's an example. He faked, yeah, it, go ahead. He faked it. He faked it until he made it. Faked basically. It. I mean, and sometimes they faked it and they were still wrong. But at least they got us from standing there like, all right, what are you going to do? What should we do? Uh, I don't I don't know. Somebody stood up. They was a man about it and they took a path and they took it. And we believed that person because they were confident too. So they used that that authoritative uh that authoritative nature and they used their confidence to get everybody to move. But this is also why you can't trust appearances. Because you could be getting kind, outwitted, or out strategized. You can't trust it because A, the person might be smarter than what you think. So just because they look like they're not smart don't mistreat them or b just because they seem confident don't run around chasing after everything that they do because they might not be who you think they are and that's law 21 21 21 all right, so I'd like to thank everybody for <laughs> tuning in to another installment of the Corporate Streets Powercast. And as always, 21. we encourage you to go and purchase your very own copy of Sir Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power. You, you just get, knighted that man. Yeah. I think he deserves it. Okay, I'm with it. <laughs> And you could get your uh, own hard copy with pages, numbers, words, chapters, um, a table of continents, um, or continents. Did you say like, continents? <laughs> not continents. <laughs> <laughs> a table of contents. It has all of that. Or you can get your um, your your audio book on like we do. Whatever you do, you have to support Mr. Robert Greene. Because he, I heard, he, okay, this is what I heard, right? I heard he just got a water bed, right? Okay. But it's filled with the tears of virgins. <laughs> I thought you was going to say it was filled with the tears of a clown. No. But uh, the, the tears of virgins, that's rare, bro. Yeah, so so it, 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 that's rare and that's very costly. And so he needs everybody's support. <laughs> And don't get it confused out there, listeners. Just because you're going by Robert Greene's book doesn't mean you don't need us anymore. We compliment Robert Greene's book. It's kind of like Robert Greene's book is like a double-double in fries from In-N-Out. You know what I'm saying? And we are like the request for animal style. That meal, that burger and fries, it would have been good on its own. But animal style, when you get the animal style fry the burger add chopped chilies it takes it to another level we compliment just like that oh what what were these words you were just taught saying <laughs> dog in and out when you come to cali next time we going 
Alright, well, he's like the subwoofers, those big 15s in the trunk, and we're like the tweeters. Okay. You know, you gotta have them highs. You can't just have you gotta all the highs. Gotta have the highs. I'm with it. I'm with it. Alright, and so next week, we have Law 22, and that is use the surrender tactic. Transform weakness into power. This is a dope law. I can't wait. This one's good. Yeah, I've already listened to that one. I'm ready to go on it. So, yeah. very excited about that one. All right. So, this has been another episode of the Corporate Streets Powercast. And this is the Powercast for people who say one cannot be betrayed if one has no people. And that's from All right. Usual Suspects again. Yep. 21, 21, 21. 21. Yo, this might be the first one that's under 30 minutes. I'm not including the music, people, because when we add the music, it might Or there's extra talking. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't include the extra talking. But we might be under 30, though. That's dope. The life enrichment and goal attainment. Thank you for listening to the Corporate Streets, 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 the Corporate Streets.